welcome to the Small Stories Podcast presented by Small Stories Studio. My name is Billy Ivey. I'm the host of this thing, and I could not be more grateful that you are here, whether it be your first time or the fifth. It's, it's, it's a cool thing. It's a special thing. I appreciate it, and I can't imagine why you have come back. Um, the, uh, it's just me saying stuff into a microphone, but maybe, just maybe, you will gather something, a grain of truth or joy or encouragement, inspiration, whatever it may be that might allow you to continue living, telling, sharing, and being a part of a powerful story. Okay, today I'm going to talk about napkinisms. I have mentioned napkinisms before on this podcast, and a lot of you are here because of those silly notes that I write to my children and put in their lunchbox and continue to share on social media. And it became a whole thing. It became a whole, a whole platform, if you will. Napkinisms is a whole thing. But how did it start? Where did it start? Why did it start? What's going on with it now? Well, I'm going to answer all of those questions here today. Some people just just ask, what in the world is a napkinism? Well, I'll give you a for instance. For instance, you know, at my house, I have five children. At my house, a bushel, and I mean it, a bushel of bananas can be eaten in roughly 37 minutes. Within 37 minutes of bringing home these almost two green bananas, they can be gone within 37 minutes. It's remarkable. Or they turn into sacks of porridge-looking goo that, that don't get thrown away until someone asks the very specific question, hey, why are these little flies everywhere in the kitchen? And what's that smell? Is something musty in here? What is that dripping off of the counter next to those black things? That happens all the time. And so I wrote my kids a note, a napkin note. I put it in and amongst their sandwiches and, 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 and fruit boxes and all the fruit boxes. I don't know, juice boxes and fruit snacks and the things that you pack in lunches. And I would send them off with notes. And I wrote a note about this particular example. It read, the black spots on your banana are kind of like battle scars. You, my friend, are about to eat a very, very brave banana. That's not that funny. That's not that special. But that's a good example of a napkinism. Well, a few years ago, and probably more a few, more than a few years ago, uh, I started posting these notes that I was writing to my kids every day, to Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. These notes that I've been writing for 18 years. My daughter, who is 24 now, was, was probably six years old the first time I ever put a note in her lunchbox. And what's funny about napkinisms, it may not be funny, ha-ha funny, but it's funny, it's interesting. These are not napkins. They're paper towels. But as far as this story goes, and as far as I'm concerned, really, that's a tomato-tomato kind of situation. I just wanted to make it very clear that the napkins that I put in my children's lunchboxes are actually paper towels. And just to be clear, my favorite paper towel is Bounty. 
bounty paper towels, the selecticize, if you will, the selecticize paper towels written on with Sharpie markers. I'm not being paid for this. I just like to endorse a good product. And my goodness, if someone chose to pay me for endorsing those things, I can't imagine why they would. But anyway, this isn't about that. Let's talk about the napkinisms. How'd they start? So, I mean, the simple answer is I started putting notes in my kids' lunchboxes when I was making their lunches long, long ago. But the truth of it is, is my wife, as wonderful and beautiful and perfect in almost every way that she is, is not a morning person, not even a little bit, not even a smidge of it. And because of that, I usually get the kids up and off to school. I, I get relegated this job, this, this job of getting them ready for school. And part of that process is packing lunches. So for a bunch of years now, I've been putting a note alongside peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bruised bananas and Doritos and Oreos and fruit snacks if they are lucky. And they love it when I do this. They love it when I do this. Not the bananas necessarily, but I have found out recently that my now 18-year-old daughter has been collecting these notes, these silly, ridiculous paper towelisms notes that I write for her for years and years. She probably has 400 of them in a shoebox under her bed. That's special. Now, when did the napkinisms start? Well, one morning, I wrote a note that I thought was particularly insightful. I thought it was particularly uh, wise. I thought that it was almost life-changing, if you will. My son was having a, a bad time at school. He was being bullied at school. And it wasn't the physical kind of bullying. It was worse than that. It was the worst kind of bullying. The kind that hurts a lot more and stays with you a lot longer than scraped knuckles and blackened eyes. He was being picked on and made fun of and told over and over and over again that he wasn't good enough or cool enough or enough, enough. And so I wrote him a note. And again, it was very special. It was very, very wise. These mean kids at school were bullying my son. And so I wanted to let him know what was important. I wanted him to know how to get by that. So I wrote him this note. It's very simply read. Remember, every time you smile, a mean kid gets diarrhea. And I posted it to Instagram. I posted this note to Instagram and tens of people followed me. Hundreds of people unfollowed me. But stories began to be told over and over and over and more and more people were requesting that I post more napkins to these social media platforms and voila, napkinisms was born. The response online was, was uh, surprising to say the least. It was baffling really and, and it was delightful. So I started posting the notes every day. Over and over and over, day after day after day, I was writing notes to these little heathens that I live with and posting the notes for the whole world to see, or at least the few hundred or maybe thousand Instagram followers I'd gained. And it turns out these notes that I had intended for my children were impacting other people. 
Over and over again, my mind was blown. I had friends and family in other parts of the country sending me messages that they had seen these silly paper towels shared by friends of friends of friends in Kansas, California, Little Rock, Michigan, and towns in Texas I've never even heard of. Iowa? They have internet in Iowa? I don't know, but they've heard of these napkins. And soon, my followers online went from a few hundred or a thousand to several thousand. These notes, these ridiculous napkinisms, which, if I'm being honest, are usually written for my enjoyment. These stupid napkins any, that, that, that the key messages often re- include topics like diarrhea and vomit, poop, boogers, toenail clippings, and subtle jabs at my wonderful, beautiful, amazing wife's cooking. These napkinisms were going viral. And now today, hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world have seen these, I'm sorry, but they're just dumb, these dumb messages from dad. But you know what? It, it turns out maybe they're not that dumb after all. These mind-blowingly simple and sophomoric notes have connected with people. They've touched people in seemingly hundreds of thousands of ways. And some people laugh, some people cry, some people repost, some people send me letters. One lady sent me a letter, a lady from Houston, Texas. I don't know anyone who lives there. But she sent me a message, a letter, six pages long. And on the letter she wrote, I have, that your notes, Mr. Ivy, have single-handedly made me reconsider my decision not to have kids because I too want to write notes like these one day. And that first and foremost, folks, is ridiculous. Please know in your hearts that I do not think decisions to either have or not have kids to bring actual humans into the world should teeter on having the opportunity to write dad jokes on paper towels. But that was a powerful message to receive from this stranger And more and more powerful stories and testimonies and comments and real-life examples of perspective-changing and day-making moments that have been created because of these napkins, because of these notes. I hear the stories every day. And it's fascinating because all I'm doing is writing bad dad jokes and silly messages to my kids, right? Maybe. But my wife once said, she said, sweetheart, and she calls me sweetheart when she's about to say something I'm probably not going to like. She said, sweetheart, I don't think it's what you're writing. I think it's that you're writing. I don't think it's what you're writing on these notes. I think it's that you're writing these notes that is resonating with people, that has built some momentum and made people think about their own stories. And you know what? She was right. The power of napkinisms is not what I write on the select size bounty paper towels with a fine tip Sharpie marker. <laughs> the power of these napkins is not in what I write. It's that they are being written. The greatest lesson I've learned throughout all of this silliness is the fact The fact that you don't have to do something grand to do something great. You do not have to do world-changing things to change the world. You don't have to do something grand to do something great. Think about it. Think about the most influential people in your life. They probably never walked on the moon. They probably aren't billionaires. They probably didn't cure cancer. 
They're probably normal people. They're probably people who showed up in your life and, and did something small. Something small that, that planted a seed or, or started a feeling in your heart that helped guide your life to where you are today. That's where influence comes in. That's what is true in your home, in your business, with your families and friends. It's just plain true in life. Take it from me. Take it from the napkin guy, the, um, the guy who writes stuff on paper towels. You don't have to do something grand to do something great. You just got to show up. Now, that's the story of napkinisms. That's the power of napkinisms. That is where we're headed with this thing. But I have an announcement to make, and I am thrilled to make it. I'm thrilled to make it. I'm recording this on Thursday morning, November 16th. On Friday, November 17th, you will be able to go online and pre-order the book, Napkinisms, Volume one, Napkinisms, volume one, it's 150 pages of some of my favorite notes with the stories attached to them that you'll be able to buy and share with your friends and family. It's going to be here just in time for Christmas. It's going to be mailed out on, on December 12th. It will arrive to you before Christmas, unless you live maybe in Iowa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But Napkinisms, the book, volume one. 75 of my favorite napkins throughout the past several years as this platform has been built. We're putting in a book and it's going to be available for you. A perfect gift for others. If you just want to share a smile, if you want to offer some encouragement, if you want to give them a little bit of inspiration. This Napkinisms book, I believe, is a great vehicle to do that. And I'm excited to be able to put it out. Small Story Studio is publishing this book and it's going to be available to you before Christmas, available for pre-order if you're listening to this right now. So go to smallstorystudio.com. Look for the Napkinisms book, order it, or 10 of them, or 50 of them, order as many as you'd like because we're printing them all. And I'm excited to share them with you. I'm excited to be able to invite you into the whole Napkinisms story. And we'll just see what happens. And that's going to be it for this episode of the Small Stories Podcast. I appreciate you listening. I know you're probably already tired of my voice. You're tired of my stories, but we're going to get to others. We're going to do some really special stuff over the next several weeks, and I can't wait for you to just keep coming back. So listen, subscribe, like, comment, share, do all the things you're supposed to do with podcasts because we want to keep doing it. I want to keep doing this. This is super fun for me, and I just can't wait to see how this grows and becomes more of a community for us all to share the powerful things that are going on in our lives. You have the power to do special things. You don't have to do something grand to do something great. You're already doing great things. Just show up. Do the thing you feel called to do, and big things are going to happen. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget, go to smallstorystudio.com. Order the Napkinisms book. It'll bless you. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Thank you 